0: Direct impact in the management of biological invasion have significant economic costs, with an annual mean cost of uh, uh, 26.8 billion US dollars.
1: Hello and welcome Welcome to the LifeWatch Eric podcast, A Window on Science, from the European Infrastructure for Biodiversity and Ecosystem Research. Faithful followers of our humble um, podcast will know that we take a particular interest in non-indigenous and invasive species. And in fact, uh, you may remember Series 2, Episode 1, we talked about the Atlantic Blue Crab. Um, series 3, Episode 7, we talked about the Louisiana Crayfish. Well, today we're doing a, a reprise, a, a bit of a sequel, Invasive Crustaceans 2.0. But this time, looking at, the, um, at these crustaceans from a, from a commercial, from a, a if you like, a, a, a business point of view. So welcome, listeners, wherever you are. I'm Julian Kenny, Communication Officer. And welcome also to our wonderful guests, Muno Rifi from the National Institute of Agronomic Research in Tunis, Tunisia, and Irene Prete at the University of Salento in Italy, a wonderful cross-Mediterranean duo. Good morning to you both.
2: Good morning. Good morning.
1: Thanks for being here. Irene, if I could start with you. To take up on the Atlantic blue crab. Its invasion of the Mediterranean Sea has been quite spectacular.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm a um, professor of business management and marketing at the University of Salento. And I'm studying, together with some of my colleagues, Professor Mancinelli and Dr. Piper, the management and control uh, of control and mitigation strategies of blue crabs in the Mediterranean Sea both from a company and a consumer behavior perspective. We know that invasive alien species have negative impacts on biodiversity, ecosystem services, food security and human health, and also on uh, well-being. Besides these uh, negative effects, the direct impact in the management of biological invasion have significant economic costs which have been estimated to be uh, to a minimum of uh, uh, 1.288 trillion U.S. dollars over the period from 1970 to 2017 with an an annual mean cost of uh, uh, 26.8 billion U.S. dollars.
1: That's a lot of money.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of money. As this arm is uh, particularly important for aquatic IAS, uh, but uh, academics and uh, specialists have called for the implementation of effective management strategies able to control and mitigate the effects of this uh, aquatic uh, invasion. In Europe, where mm, the blue crab has been recognized by the scientific community as an IAS, uh, appeared at the beginning of the 19th century and it was observed for the first time in the Mediterranean Sea in the 1947. We know that ha- it has a significant ecological impact as it causes a loss of biodiversity and habitat destruction threatens the existence of the existence of native species and alteration of the marine ecosystem. Uh, thus they produce negative impact on the ecosystem services of coastal marine environments. But despite these uh, indications, the blue crab is not yet subjected to any control as it is not uh, included in the list of uh, species of interest of the European Union. Also in the Italian Sea, the blue crab is strongly diffused, but up to now, Is it's still considered uh, bycatch. Bycatch. We know that bycatch generally refers to fishery waste, uh, any unwanted catch which is discarded alive, injured or dead. So economic losses deriving from bycatch can be mitigated by marketing of the of these non indigenous species. So a potential solution for the management of the group blue crab is its use a, a, as a commercial food product. Also because in the US, it represents a valuable uh, and very uh, usable and very uh, important fishery product. From a company perspective, I'm studying the marketable exploitation and profitability of the blue crab as commercial bycatch by proposing a bioeconomic model based on uh, the break-even analysis and consumers willingness to pay. Break-even analysis provides information on the relationships among sales, uh, costs and profits of companies in order to inform fishery firms to identify management strategies aiming to reduce their business costs and, therefore, to obtain higher
1: profits. I'm staying quiet because I'm so impressed by what you're saying about um, the um, benefit analysis. Um, wow. <laughs> Mona, coming across to you. Um, What's the situation in Tunisia? I know you've had a few crabs on the on the coasts there, on the south side of the Mediterranean.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Tunisia, hinged between the western and the eastern Mediterranean basins, and uh, under the uh, Sicily Channel influence, is severely affected by the marine bioinvasion. Uh, so, actually, the number of marine and indigenous species exceeds 200, and among these species, we have the Two very uh, invasive blue crabs, especially the blue swimming crab Portunus uh, sinis, originated from the Indo Pacific, and the blue American crab Calinectus sapidus, originated from the Atlantic Ocean, recorded respectively in 2014 and in 2017 in the southern Tunisian coasts, namely in the Gulf of Gapes. And regarding the Indo Pacific mm. blue crab Portunus A few months after its first record, this decapod bloomed uh, in the Gulf of Gabes and was, at the beginning, considered as a real threat by local artisanal fishermen. But actually, uh, and uh, hopefully it's switched from threat to resource, Kalinectes sapidus is not properly exploited yet, Actually, the two blue crab species are recorded along the entire Tunisian coast from south to the north. However, Portunus is present in higher densities.
1: So the invasive species have really um, settled in pretty well to your local habitats. Um, what systems are in place in Tunisia to exploit these populations? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, in 2017, a national plan for exploitation and valorization of the blue crab in the Gulf of Gabes was launched by the Ministry of Agriculture, Water Resources, and Fisheries. This plan included grants for research, distribution of traps for target blue crab fishing, and tasting campaigns. Actually, blue crabs, and namely Portunus Nucinese, is exploited, exploited in large scale, especially in the southern coasts. So in Tunisian, uh, so uh, but Tunisian consumer is not very fond of these species because crabs are not part of our uh, culinary habits. So most of the production is intended for uh, for export uh. to Europe, Asia, United States, Canada, Australia, etc.
1: Right.
2: Uh, and actually, more than twenty blue crab processing factories have emerged in Tunisia. The quantities of exported blue crab in my country reached seven thousand and half tons in 2021, with an increase of 99.6 percent compared to 2020, for a revenue value of eight million euros.
1: Again, big numbers, big money. These tasting events sound interesting. Um, in Italy, Irene, you've been researching the prospect of serving up blue crabs for a delicious lunch. What have you found?
0: Yeah, we are, we are start, starting to investigate the use of blue crabs uh, from, and uh, we are taking also a consumer behavior perspective. So the aim is uh, to investigate, first of all, the, the determinants of consumers' intention to purchase the blue crab. And use it as food product. Secondly, uh, we are studying the marketing communication strategies aimed to launch the brook the crab as a food product because huh. we can say that it can be uh, launched, can be considered a gourmet product as it has a delicious and very good taste, uh, or. Alternatively, it can be considered also a pro-environmental product, as it can contribute to improve the environment and uh, human and uh, uh, human health.
1: Mm. Uh, or both, green and tasty. Yeah. Mm.
0: Or both. Yeah, maybe both. <laughs> and um, also, it in, in, it is very. Mm. interesting to study also rational and emotional reactions of consumers related to the purchase of brocrub yeah. as a food product
1: yeah. but um, i understand there's no no official moves to um, to promote the commercialization at the moment yeah whereas um, in tunisia muna things are a bit more organized a bit more advanced
2: so in Tunisia, there are some blue crab projects for surveying and management. And personally, I am part of a national NGO, Méditerranée Action Nature, which led the project Stop uh, Non-Indigenous Species" funded by the Jeff Small Grants uh, Programme. This project started in January uh, 2020. And our project concerns uh, the Lagoon of Bizarre, geographically uh, situated in the north of Tunisia. Among our main challenges, we worked on the two blue crab spaces present concomitantly in this region. And we opted uh, for participatory monitoring with different stakeholders. Many awareness uh, campaigns were organized. We worked closely with the administration, fishermen and fishermen syndicates for data and samples. Uh, used for participatory mapping and biological studies, although the regular mm. supply of samples uh, with no policy demonstrates a high level of fishermen's engagement. Uh, so in June to, uh, 2021, a workshop of exchange of experience and use of crab traps training was organized. Indeed, uh, we invited uh, two fishermen specialized in blue crab fishing in southern Tunisia and they shared their initial difficulties and subsequent uh, expansion of their current activities. We distributed free crab, uh, free crab traps for 20 fishermen. In December 2022, as part of our project, we organized a testing event, and our guests have the opportunity to test different spaces, including the two blue crabs. They appreciate uh, the test of... Uh, these uh, non-indigenous decapods and most rate it as excellent. So uh, in 2020, in the Lagoon of Bizerte, blue crabs were ranked from absent to even occasional. And in just two years, these spaces were fished and sold uh, to local exporting factories. Indeed, the recorded product, production of uh, blue crabs in October uh, 2022 was around 2,000 uh, kilograms in the Lagoon of Bizert. Uh, actually, some fishermen in the Lagoon of Bizert do not accept uh, blue crabs because of the low commercial value and the impact on the fishing gears. but others are convinced that it is necessary to adapt and consider it as a new uh, resource. Uh, so uh, why not? LifeWatch Rick could help us in the permanent uh, non indigenous spaces survey system that we have implanted in our project.
1: I'm sure we'd be delighted to help out your fishermen. And I know that in the US um, these crabs are worth a lot of money, so that commercial value could, could well increase. Um, yes. I'm a bit interested myself. Um, but then is this environmentally correct Irene is commercialization good for the for the mediterranean will eating blue crabs help protect you know established mussel farms for example
0: well it, i think that it depends on the species and uh, first of all we can start considering consumer awareness consumer preferences mm. for example taste is very important Uh, For example, Asian hornets are not likely to become a delicacy in Holland. So continuing to monitoring of crab during the Mediterranean with the LifeWatch Eric will give a clearer picture of the uh, most profitable management strategies for fishery companies and firms and uh, on uh, on ongoing occurrence occurrence reports can inform also decision makers on where the local species species are benefiting. What can we say? Buon appetito
1: <laughs> you know I've seen blue crabs on um, on the fish market stalls occasionally, but I've never eaten it um. Now I can't wait. Uh, maybe I can, can help mitigate this, this alien invasion and have a tasty meal at the same time. It's killing two birds with one stone. Look, thank you both very much. It's it's an interesting development of, um, you know, the disastrous side of invasive species Um Thank you, Muna. Thank you, Irene. I love your work.
0: Thank you. Thanks.
1: Thanks also to my producer, Fabrizio Lecce, and to you, devoted followers of these podcasts. Um, to find out more about LifeWatch Eric and our e facilities dedicated to biodiversity and ecosystem research, please visit our website at www.lifewatch.eu. And if you enjoy these interviews, you could even recommend us to your friends. They're um, on the LifeWatch um, Eric website, of course, but also available under the name LifeWatch Eric on Apple, Amazon, Google, and Spotify. I look forward to our next encounter, having your company again on A Window on Science. Bye for now.